Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 16th episode of the Stories About Fear podcast with my beautiful, inspiring guest, Lucia Gagero, who is a portrait photographer, and she's responsible for the beautiful profile photo that I'm using since two years ago. Today's episode is called How to Focus on Solutions no matter what. Lucia is very amazing for being so creative. She may be one of the most creative people I know (laughs) with a very big heart and an amazing skill for photography. And she is in Brussels now, an Italian native that has managed to leave fear aside for good. As she had a beautiful, empowering upbringing, thanks to her mom. Now, childhood is so important in our development. And when we are fortunate enough to have some amazing people around, we have some fearless people around, like the beautiful Lucia today, that is going to share with us her amazing story. Lucia, welcome. Hi, nice to meet you guys and thank you for inviting me. So nice to talk to you again and also in a more professional way. And I really love and following whatever you're doing. And it's I think it's really great. And I'm happy you can help so many people. Thank you, my dear. Thank you for taking the time to inspire us with uh, your amazing story. Because you have had some challenges along the way, but you have always found solutions, which is amazing. And you do this naturally. My dear, can you please start by telling us how did you get to start your path as a portrait photographer? And what was the strongest challenge that you have overcome along the way? Uh, So the huh, there are quite a couple let's say um i've noticed that uh, whatever i was doing or whatever i do in my life the stronger challenge we have or i have it's never with something outside it's more with myself but we often think or i often think it's something else so um, i started portrait photography because at some point of my life i've noticed i needed something creative as a job like to work um i did years ago very long time ago um the arts academy so i was doing sculpture and paintings i wasn't really good in that (laughs) so i knew for sure that painting was not my world and i said okay like sewing things i needed something to create and then photography uh, i did a little bit when i was younger like teenage and i used to like it and i thought oh maybe this would be my way to go and that's how I pick it up. But in the way, you know, the life is how it is. You get married, maybe, maybe you have a kid, right? So having a kid, uh, I couldn't really travel all over the world every time, uh, you know, anytime, every time. So yeah, that, that's not possible. And, um, and then I thought, why not working here? And I don't know, you know, coincidence huh? which are not but how we like to call them coincidence made me discover this great great um new zealandese photographer but she's in california right now 
Her name is Subrise, and she was teaching how to open a studio. And so I enrolled in her class. And I say, okay, I want to learn that, how to, to create a business from, what, from my job and be by myself. And that's how I did it and how I started. At the beginning, I think that the biggest fear was not having enough clients or, you know, not making money and having like, uh, because I left everything. So my work, my job, everything. So people were telling me I was crazy because photographers don't uh, earn enough to leave. They still tell me that, by the way, they're asking me, what's my second job? And I say, what other second job? I don't have another job. <laughs> but finally, if I go a little bit deeper, the fear of not having clients was not the real fear. The fear was, I'm not good enough. So, because the fear is not, I'm not having clients. The fear, why people will come to me if I'm not good enough, I won't sell. And then I won't have clients but if I'm really honest with myself, that was the real, let's say, fear that I had. I had at the beginning. And you managed to conquer it by finding the solutions every single time. And did you remember what maybe questions you asked yourself or how did you manage to get that fear out of the way? That's, that's, uh, I was thinking, uh, I'm thinking about it. It's really funny. I, I think it comes to two things. The first one is from, you were talking just before about childhood, right? And my mother. So yes, I think it comes 90% from her because one day I was six years old and I was in the car and she was driving me to school. And I remember because she said, um, you have to listen because I'm going to tell you one really important thing, but I'm just going to tell you once. So you have to remember it for all your life. And I, rem I still remember that scene. It shocked me. Say, okay, okay, I have to listen because this is very important. By the way, she told me over and over, but that time for me, it was so shocking that she was the first time she tells me something like that. So that I really memorize it. And it was in Italian, obviously. And in English, we can translate it by, she said, to want something is to have the power. So it meant if you really want something, then you have the power to do it. Wow. And, and he said, it means that when you really want something, you can do it. You can do everything you want. Wow. And because I was so young, I, I associated this idea of if I really want something, I can do it and I can have it. And not in a bad way, like uh, I want your husband, then I will have it, right? Or I want that bag. It's really into like, if you want to do something, if you want to accomplish something, if it's really important for you, then you have to know that you really have the power inside of you to achieve that. And I think that this is the first thing that makes me get around this fear. So it's not that I don't listen to it or I don't know, or I forget it or I just you know, cover up. I just, I don't know. I just go around and I say, yeah, but I can do it. So I just leave it there and I continue my way. As you said, for the title of the thing, I'm more focused on solutions because if I'm focused on fear, I will always be around fear and never around solution. It's like, oh, this mouse, I imagine I'm missing 500 euros. But if I'm keeping thinking I'm missing 500 euros, I'm missing I will always see the missing part and not how to have a more hundred euros. So in my case, in the beginning was 
what if I'm not good enough? Okay, so what do I need to be better because I think I'm not good enough? So what I need to improve myself? And then I started, I mean, today we are so, so, so lucky. We have so many workshops online. We have so many, we can also follow university online. We, we have courses, we have coaches, we have therapists online. We can have everything. So you just need to see, oh, I would like to improve my lighting, in my case, as a photographer, or I would like to improve that skill. And I just looked for it on internet and I start, you know, looking for workshop or listening and, and like nourishing the part that was making me weak and fearful this is beautiful Lucia this is so inspiring <laughs> that we are having this talk now since we have met two years ago uh, yes. and this is extremely inspiring and I thank you so much for sharing you're welcome because I'm learning from you now and I know that our listeners and viewers on YouTube are so <laughs> as well because it's a very complex way of thinking, but also very simple to put in practice. Focus on what you want. Yes. Instead of on not what you want, because it's obvious that what you yes. focus on is what you get. And what caught my eye was, uh, and my ear, was when you said that some people wanted to know if you have another job and it's oh God, yes. <laughs> it is funny how people get their own perceptions of themselves put onto us yes and i guess that this makes you even prouder to have even more proud to have your own business how do you feel when you are completely in control of your time and of your life completely for me, it's, let's say, freedom. And someone will say, come on, because it doesn't mean that I'm not working as much as an employee because I'm alone. Actually, I think that I work more because it happens that I work on Sundays, I work on Saturdays, I read things. It's a nonstop working process. But for me, it's not working because it's what I love. So for me, it's just investing my time in doing something that brings me joy and happiness. And yes, I can pay my bills. So it's good. And, and then I feel free because like this morning, I can choose to spend this hour, this time with you and enjoying doing it. Even uh, if I have to work, I don't know, at eight o'clock tonight, I don't care. It's how I organize my day. And again, it can be more stressful. It is because when I was employee and I was in the enterprises, obviously, you know that at the end of the month, you receive that amount of money. Let's put a $2,000 on it just to, to put a number. And you know that whatever you're sick, you're not sick, you're working, you're not working. That's the same amount of money you're receiving when you're a freelancer or you have your own business it's not the same thing because yeah you feel sick and you don't work and then you, the money depends on you actually and uh, there is a little bit more stress but time managing for me it's more important than the amount of money that uh, i receive every end of the month trying to have like a good balance way to go because we still have responsibilities but um it, it's really freedom yes 
Wonderful. And I think that most of the times we want freedom so much, but we get a bit drawn back by the comfort zone because I used to be employed for a very long time. And I say that it took me eight years more than I should have stayed there to simply start doing what I love. Can you please tell us how important do you think that loving what you do is even though there may be challenges, is it more important to have that freedom more than any secure paycheck at the end of the month? Yes. <laughs> I can't generalize it. I understand that in the world we have so many different kinds of people and that's how we make the world so rich. But uh, for people like me or for creatives, at some point, doing a, a work just or a job for paying the bills at a long, on the long line becomes frustrating because even if you are not creative, actually, we always feel, oh, maybe I'm, that's my experience. I was always feeling a kind of a void inside. And we all have like values and criteria and things. And if the thing is not going accordingly, what we are, it's so hard, but that doesn't mean that being an accountant is bad. If you love being an accountant, that's the way you have to go. If you love to be a hairdresser, if you love to be to work as a cashier in a shop, so it's not because you are we are photographers or painter and we are look like oh because she's an artist or whatever. It's it's personal to each one of us, and I really I, I tell you like in my home. I don't have medicines. I don't have drugs. Maybe I have something. I don't even know. And I never get sick. But I'm not doing, okay, we eat healthy. We, we have a kind of a healthy style life. But you have known me, right? When we have to party, we party. We, we, we are no, we, I'm normal. I'm not doing weird things that like, uh, you know, isolated on a woods. <laughs> but because I really think that the, your mental states is also influencing your body and influencing who you are and the stress level manage also your well-being if you keep doing something you really don't like and just because you need that money to pay your bills but that's the only satisfaction at some point your body will feel it and your whole life will feel it and it's i don't think it's the good way to go i understand you do it for a while i did it but I knew it was limited, you know, in the time. And I took the decision. So I was free because I said from this month to that month, I don't know, I'm going to work in a bar because I need money. But at that time, I will stop and keep doing what I want. So, you know, you do it. And then that's how I see things. But that's my personal opinion. <laughs> This is beautiful and I really love it that you said that, okay, even if you're an accountant or even if you are a clerk in a shop, it's okay as long as you are happy, but do the thing that you are happy. This is wonderful. And yes, this is a very healthy mindset in terms of knowing who you are, being um, authentic and maybe asking yourself a simple question. What do I want to do in this lifetime since I have this gift of life why not enjoy it fully and live life on my terms and uh, you know um, 
I feel that sometimes people that work in corporates or are in corporates feel like judged by people like me who have their own business or because they're not in corporates. I've met people here that left corporate because they felt they needed to go by themselves and be because it's more powerful to create your own business. They hated it. And finally, they got back to corporate. But that's super. I mean, you know, it's it's always the same thing. Uh, you can try and then change your mind. You don't have to feel bad because you change your mind. And it, the world is beautiful because it's different and everyone is different. And each one of us has a power in itself, whether they be, be an, as you say, a content, a, a chef in a restaurant, someone in a shop, a waiter. We need everyone. But just do it because you want to try it. Maybe it won't be the job of your life, but you feel something and I say, I want to try that. Just do it. Wonderful. Exactly. Why stay in a box when maybe you like it more, but if you don't like it more outside, you can always come back. This is the beauty of being free because we are all free. The only prison is our mind. And indeed, I truly believe that we are our harshest critics because no one else is going to be telling you what to do at the end of the day. Wonderfully said, my dear. Can you please tell us what drives you? What motivates you to keep going and creating in such an amazing way? Because I have seen so much of your work. You are so skilled and talented and you have this sense for beauty that actually gets me curious to know what is what is there inside of you that gets you pumping oh uh thank you for the compliment first of all i I don't know where it comes from but often i have like ideas i don't know why i say oh i should do that (laughs) and 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 then i like i go to bed and then i have an idea and the day after i need to try so uh that that's something that happens naturally to me i can have 10 ideas per day and start 10 projects a day things i don't do otherwise i go crazy and the other thing is I come from a place where, so I come from Italy, as you say, I'm Italian, and my first studies were in Milan. So I lived for six years in Milan, and people who have been there, who know a little bit, they know that Milan is one of those uh, fashion centers. And when it's the Milan Fashion Week, I can tell you, I don't want to go in the streets because all the thing you see, it's models, super beautiful women. And and, I mean, today I could, but when I was 20, I was kind of ashamed of being there because I'm not having the the body uh, of a woman who has been in a magazine, let's say. So the industry of fashion who kind of rule the women also world is more today is changing a bit but it was i'm sorry it was more like tall thing you know lean and perfect and uh, which all the pictures were retouched and and i've met models and i worked with them it's such a hard life they they, they really have a harsh life i will never do it but still they dictate that to 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 youngs and to people and i i'm i'm one meter 55 i'm quite very small and i'm curvy i've always been curvy and even in the school etc i always felt 
not unaccepted, but not at my place. Like I'm not uh, beautiful enough because I should be like this. I should be blonde. I should be leaner. It took me 30 years uh, until after I got daily, I think. So a lot. It's not something I developed in my young days that I said, do things has to stop. And uh, when I was a photographer, I mean, I started being a photographer, sorry. Uh, I noticed that I'm not the only one. A lot of women felt like this. And this comes out when you're, most of it, when you're in front of a camera. And all those fears that we have, or you have, oh, geez, I took weight with the COVID time. I, I didn't do sport enough. Now I have my 40s and then, oh, my God, I can see my wrinkles. <laughs> no, all this come out immediately when people are in front of the camera. And I notice how beautiful it is when you tell someone, you know, that it doesn't matter because you're beautiful. And you say it because you really believe it it changes something into the other person. And so I, I just said, I'm enough. And I, I'm fed with those fashion photographies, which just put the women in a strange position because those are product photographies. So they're showcasing a dress or a bag or a pair of shoes, but they're not enhancing women. But we are the one who wore those things, for God's sake. And then I decided I would like to bring more beauty in this world and not bringing it by using only models because they consider like beauty symbols, but with everyone, every single person on this earth, because whatever you believe it or not, you're beautiful. And that's what I believe. So that's maybe what pushed me, you know, to find new ideas and uh, to continue and to do new photos and uh, to try to achieve that. I don't know if I answer your question. <laughs> this is beautiful and you have, you have answered my question more than that and okay. completely relate to how you felt because indeed in my early 20s, I would also feel so strange because why am I not looking like those uh, women out there? And yes, indeed, things have changed. And now we have a lot of people, of influencers normalizing normal bodies. This is yes, what, yes because those photos are not real. That image of the woman is indeed not representing femininity in itself. Yeah, because they have all sorts of products, as you said. And what has always shocked me was that I began to see a lot of the times beautiful women saying, you know, the best thing about me is not the way that I look. And that got me thinking, okay, okay, there is so much more than the simple let's put some makeup on, let's get some uh, tight clothes on. And I got to understand that the essence of a person is not in its body. And you having such a beautiful mission is very inspiring. And my dear, can you please on this topic, can you please tell me what would you suggest to a young person, to a young lady, as you are into this beautiful world of uh -huh. In art, what would you suggest that she puts more focus on? Huh. 
I would say maybe on being just herself. I know it's kind of an easy answer or kind of sounds like superficial, but sometimes more when we are younger, we try to be someone else or we try to adapt or we try to become like that person or that one because we admire them. And we can get inspired and that's very important to have models and try to, oh, I like that. But try to be aligned with yourself to who you are. And then to be there, you need to discover who you are. So maybe we'll be first focus on yourself and see what really you do like. And, uh, and then, yeah, find your models and, and then try to get inspired, but always have your own world, your own shine and never, you know, suffocated to be like someone else or because you have a boyfriend that likes blonde that you're brunette and you just dye your hair blonde because you want to please him yeah you can do it once but then believe that you're a brunette and proud to be who you are yeah maybe this is find who you are and be proud of it wow i love this this can be a great mantra for all the wonderful ladies listening to us and especially the younger ones because we are all so vulnerable at the early ages. And I have yeah. got to admit that you have had an amazing upbringing. Your mom is amazing. Saying hello to Lucia's mom and congratulating her for giving you such strength because you have the power to change young ladies' lives forever. As simple yeah. as it may sound with maybe, as you said, only a word, but coming from the heart really it's true you know i followed recently some programs with um, a coach from uk her name is marisa peer she's quite known in the world of coaching Uh, even though it's not the first time i'm following a coach uh, she said one single sentence was very very interesting she said write it whatever you can see it every day i've written it on my bathroom mirror And my daughter, she's writing under it too now. She's writing, I'm intelligent. So she's writing positive sentences to herself on my mirror. And the word, the sentence is, I am enough. Yes. It's so simple, short, and so powerful. And I realized that, yes, because we think we're never enough. We are not good enough to do this. We are not enough to do that. So I'm doing this mantra with me every day and saying, I am enough. What I'm doing today, that's what I am. I can improve, but today I'm enough. And I just feel relieved. (laughs) This is powerful indeed. And I love Marisa Peer. She has also given me some new ways of dealing with self-esteem as well and with money also. This is wonderful. Thank you for mentioning this as well, Lucia. And can you please tell us, how can our audience get in touch with you? How can they see your beautiful So they can get in touch with me with my website, which is really easy because it's www.lucia.photo. Photo is written PH, like in English. And then you can find me on Instagram at uh, Lucia Gadgero Studios, because that's my professional Instagram. Same thing on Facebook. And uh, I don't know, whatever, what did we have? I don't, I have a TikTok, but I'm never on it. No, please don't look for me there. You can find me on uh, on LinkedIn. And then it's also Lucia Gajero. I mean, it's always the same name all over my social uh, networks and uh, media because it's easier 
So that will be the easiest way to go to find me. And maybe we never know, I can come visiting you in Romania and then we can have something all together. <laughs> that is wonderful, my dear. And yes, I am looking forward for you to come here and enjoy the amazing nature we have here, the mountain. I imagine, it must be amazing. Yes, it is a lot of green around here, especially this time of the year. And I encourage everyone, my fearless friends, Go and check Lucia's amazing profiles and her beautiful website and see her amazing pieces of art because I have checked his website last night and I have had a surprise to see such creative mindset that you have put there and I can feel your love and passion for all that you do. Thank you for inspiring us today with your wisdom and your wonderful life experience. And I cannot wait to see you grow more and more, my dear, and enjoy everything that this wonderful life of yours that you have created and that you should be proud of. Yes, I am. Okay. Thank you so, so much. So thank you for talking to me. It was very nice. Can't wait to see you also in person. Hope that we can travel soon and uh, we can move. But uh, and again, congratulations because those podcasts, I'm listening to them, I'm following you on your videos. They're amazing. They're really amazing. So thank you very much for having me as a guest. Thank Honored. you so much. Thank you so much, Chia. I'm so thankful and very, very very inspired by all your amazing thoughts today. Thank you, and it has been an honor. Me too. Happy to be there. Have a great day, and see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.